It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for Let's Talk About It with ASAP Barbie. People, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It. I'm your host, ASAP Barbie. You know, I got the gang gang with me. What up, yo? What up? up? Chilling. So, um, I just kind of dive right in, like, because it's been a minute since we've been on. Uh, You know, everybody been dealing with stuff. Not in a bad way, just life in general. But here we are. We back again, as always. Um, So we got three good topics for you guys today. Um, The three topics that we're going to get into is today, of course, being Columbus Day. We're going to have a little discussion about that. Thoughts and feelings and concerns, whatever. Um, Also, I know y'all seen in the news, Draymond Green and his teammate Jordan Poole. How ignorant is that? Um, and the biggest topic we're going to talk about, in my opinion, is why do black people shy away from counseling as a means of helping them with trauma, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I just started all off by diving into the Draymond Jordan Poole situation. Um... Feel like it was crazy because you should never if you consider somebody a brother you should never throw a punch at your brother not like that or at least not in the public eye i say that because i know me having a brother i'm sure eric and his brothers i'm sure they all fought each other but they've never did it in the public eye they probably did it at home behind closed doors so on so forth so doing it in the public eye it's it's like you really don't care anymore at that point like is he really your brother if you're doing it out in public um so i see it as like oh those are siblings beefing but at the same time on the other side it's like nigga, we work together like this is a job and you acting like this this is wild so the only thing i i really had concerned about it is what was the what was the response of the Warriors? Cause nobody said anything. Like, is he suspended or is everything cool since he apologized? Or like what's the situation? So for me it's just what are the Warriors gonna do about it versus him just apologizing or the public getting on his ass to make him do something like what's the job? protocol for this situation. Uh, Eric, what you got? So, when when I look at it, I go back to your brother's statement, right? You look at teammates, y'all go through stuff, and you know, you're supposed to look at him as a brother. But I think, when you look at some of these professional sports, I'll just use a, a Tom Brady or LeBron James, and then the big three in, in the Warriors. I feel like there's a team within the team. I don't think Draymond steals off on Steph Curry like that or Klay Thompson. I think that's the core. I think when you introduce young people to that dynamic, I think they can kind of see that. And that was personal. You know, um, I don't think that was brotherly at all. And I think that they probably had some issues prior to, you know, whatever that exchange was. Because I'm pretty sure... I seen Draymond and KD go at it. I'm pretty sure Draymond and Steph have gone at it. 
But Draymond would never think to, I'm going to steal off on Steph. You know, but also Steph would never push Draymond like that. So um, I think that adds a little clarity to the situation. I don't think they're as tight as people think. Um, yes, they're on the same team. Yes, they're in the same organization. But the way he stole off on him, and I don't want to say stole because the man put his hands on him, but the way he hit him, that wasn't brotherly, you know, from, from my perspective. I feel like if that was his brother, it would have got handled a different way. Yeah, I mean, I totally get where you're going with that. But it's also like, I mean, because I know you have brothers and I have a brother. I'm sure your brother did something to you where you didn't did something and then be like, damn, I shouldn't have did it that way. I probably should have handled it some way different. But in the heat of the moment, you probably beat him up type stuff. Or, you know, y'all just got to fighting about something, but then later on realize maybe it should have been handled some, some way differently. But on the flip side, like you said, like, Jordan Poole isn't part of the core. He's the new young guy. And it's like the way, like you said, the way the video portrayed is like, now that was personal. Because like you said, like, I'm sure he would never swing on Clay or Steph like that either. Regardless of yeah, what they I've, may say. Yeah, I've hit my brothers before, but I've never hit my brother in the face. So every time I punch him, I punch him in the shoulder. I punch him in his leg. You know, and don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm welling off on him. But I don't know what it is. Because we're blood, I never even, like, thought about, like, chin checking, you know? Um, right. And you just think about those people that you would chin check over, you know, the life. Some of them you probably was cool with. But, you know, the fact that you would go there with them, I mean, hitting them in their face, it kind of speaks volumes to the your relationship level, you know? Um, and that's that's what I took from it. Um Honestly, I don't, I don't like, and it, you call me old school. I don't like how young people kind of talk back. I would say to their elders, and in this situation, I'm not talking about elders like age, but I'm saying they are the clear OGs on that team. You in practice, sit back and shut the fuck up. That's I feel like that's the answer, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I definitely get that. Um... I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, it's, it's really not it's really not on us. Because, you know, us, we're just fans. So what we say, it really doesn't matter what happens in that stadium, in that practice, in that locker room. But what does matter is how, how the Warriors haven't came out and said anything. Like, you know, the organization hasn't stepped up. It's been like, yeah, we've seen Draymond say I'm sorry, but it's like, because like you said, because this is a professional environment, it's like, is that it? Like, so all you gotta do, I mean, like, is are we sending a message that if you fight somebody at work, all you gotta do is apologize and everything is peachy? Well, I think the reason why you don't <laughs> want to or people don't want to talk about it, I mean, because let's be honest, if the video doesn't come out, do you think they stop the show? No. I don't think they do. Um, Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the mouth. Nobody was gonna do anything to Jordan. You know, like, let's let's keep it real for Steve Kirk. And I feel like this is the same scenario. Now it's out. They might have to take some action, but I don't think they want to. I think they want to just dead it, you know, let it be internal beef or handle it internally. But now that it's out, they may have to, their hand might be forced, if you will. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, like, because the whole world has seen that we got to do something now. 
just just like Ray Rice. Right. I was just thinking about that. Like that's crazy. But um, I also was talking to somebody about the whole Ray Rice situation. I know we kind of going left, but the difference between Ray Rice and Draymond is Draymond punched a man. Ray Rice punched a woman. You know, the most protected people on this planet are babies, women, and animals, preferably dogs. So you can't touch any three of those and think you're going to get away with anything. But a man punching a man is like, oh, just a man. You get but, what I'm saying? Like, but Ray, but Ray Rice did get away with it. I mean, he didn't. He lost his job. He lost his career. I mean, granted, he stayed with his wife. No, let's go back. He lost all that after the video came out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. The, okay. the organization is still... What I'm saying is, if they can keep it under wraps, they will. You know, yeah. and won't do anything about it. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Well, you know, we'll see what comes of this situation. We'll see what comes of Draymond and the Warriors and whatever happens, happens. Like, but I just, I, I just felt like it was something to discuss because it's like, are we condoning man-on-man violence, but nothing else? You know, like, that, that was the whole, that was my whole take on it. Like, because nobody was saying that was wrong. Nobody was saying it was right. Nobody was kind of like, like you said, it was kind of being swept under the rug because it was two men fighting. But it's like... I think they're playing the, we just not going to say nothing and y'all going to eventually forget game. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, that's, that's basically what I'm getting. Yeah, that, I feel that's a, that's that's a strategy with celebrities now. Yeah, I feel like that's what we're doing too. Good possibility. Well, yeah. So moving on to the next topic, which is um, people argue about late, as of lately anyway, because we know it as Columbus Day. But now they're saying it's uh, what is it called? Indigenous People Day. Yeah, like that's, that's spreading. Right. So it's like, are we trying to get people to forget who and what Columbus stood for, or are they trying to correct it and be like, that's not what we should have named it in the first place? So for me, it's just like. Columbus is nothing to celebrate. Um, I mean, because, you know, the whole lie he discovered America, wrong. <laughs> that was definitely wrong. Can't discover something when somebody's already there. That's first off. Second off, what did the the, um, the Caribbean that he landed in anyway first before he made his way up this way? So it's kind of like... What is he other than a thief, um, a rapist, so on and so forth? Um, but that's just my opinion on Columbus Day. Uh, Eric, what you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel like this this day and age, there's so much information out there right now. I, I've i never, honestly, even when I was young, seen somebody celebrate Columbus Day. Like, I've seen you know, places be closed and people take the day off and stuff like that. But I've never seen an actual celebration. Um, so to me, it's like I said, it's just more of the same. I'm with and I support, you know, those who say we should rename the day. 
like if we're gonna celebrate the indigenous people of this this land i'm i'm with that because i mean the facts speak for themselves and when i say facts i'm talking about some of the letters he wrote uh some of his stories and his escapades he was on a mission to to conquer and dominate you know so um while we still celebrate that's it's beyond me i i can't i can't figure <laughs> it out but when i think about it i i've never seen nobody really give it up you know we, we learn about it in school and stuff like that but i've never been to a columbus festival so you know um i feel like what's supposed to be happening is happening right now and, and people know what time it is yeah i mean like you said i've never been to a columbus day festival parade none of that but i also know it was the day we got out of school or people got off work and i mean like now you know like you being in you know in the service is like you get a four-day weekend for that like that's crazy not that you don't deserve a four-day weekend but it's like for that that's the case then you should get every weekend off or you should get the whole month of february off if you get where i'm going with that <laughs> nah 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 i feel you i feel you but this is one thing i always i'm like like today this is a great example i don't know why we all but i'm not gonna ask no questions you know right what I'm saying? right if if they said don't come to work i'm not coming to work and I'm gonna just take that time to spend time with my family, you know? Yeah. No, straight up. So, I mean, like, I don't understand this day. Never have. Cause I, I, you know, even as a kid, like you said, as a kid, I always wondered, like, so first you tell me we celebrated because he discovered America. But it's like, how the hell did he discover America if it was already people here? So, what is there to discover? That was already puzzling within itself. So that's why I really, you know, for the biggest part, I always wonder, why do we, why, like, why is this even a day? But like you say, as a working, as a working citizen now, you can give me whatever day you want me to have off and I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to take it, enjoy it with my family and my kids and whatever else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, in in his mind, I could see it. You know, with with them thinking Europe was the center of the world, when they went somewhere else and saw other people, you know, I could easily. They didn't look at them as people. You know, they were savages and all this other stuff. You know, but they mm-hmm. had uh, access to new land, new resources, and stuff like that. So, I mean, it makes sense. I could see them going back and be like, "Yo, I just found some new stuff. Um, let's go take it. It's ours." Oh well, yeah. I mean, someday they they very fond of, but that's a different conversation for a different day. I mean, they, when, when, <laughs> I I don't know because I wasn't there, but I'm pretty sure he just stuck a flag in the ground and said, "This belongs to Spain or something like that." You know, kind of how we like, do the so, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's how that's how they do. <laughs> just show them somewhere and say, "Bam, this is me right here, fam." But, you know, it's like, I, I don't get it. You know, I never will. But I do like the fact that they have changed the name to Indigenous People Day. And I am starting to see festivals of Indigenous people, like, you know, a lot of food festivals. And for the most part, most people's state fairs are going on. So they get, like, this day 
as part of the fairs and you know so you get to see a lot of different uh culture stuff nowadays so i mean i guess that is a bonus of changing the name and i guess trying to make it right if that's what they call it but i mean you know it's just another day to be off enjoy and keep it moving that's what i say right <laughs> so for the last dis- Become a supporter. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Um, you know, we're going to talk about why are black people or the black community in general so opposed to going to counseling to fix past traumas and current issues so on and so forth and this is mainly speaking to the black men of the black community because women fall it seems like black women are falling off in into counseling you know to figure out their own ish but it's us as black men it's like nah I'm good on that like and I want to you know get somebody else's opinion on what they think so Eric what do you think the reason is that we choose not to. Yeah, so when I when I look at it, like I said, this is a very robust topic and I think we should start with the big things and then we'll drill down. Um, overall, I think there's a stigma associated with it, you know, especially with black men. They feel like if they're suffering from some kind of trauma or they can't figure out something mentally that they might be perceived as weak. Um, another large issue I think is just mistrust. Um, and this goes back to you know, our history in this country, um, does a black person actually trust a mental health professional to A, like not misdiagnose them, uh, to treat them in their best interest. And then there's also a financial aspect of it too, right? So when you say something is wrong with your body, oftentimes we think about the physical, right? Um, we never think about the mental. So it's nothing for us. Like if my head hurt to go to the doctor to get some medicine, I'll pay for that because I can feel that pain and it can make it go away. But mental health trauma is, is something that can sneak up on you. It's not as present as, I don't know, you cut your finger or you broke your bone. So oftentimes I think we just don't even know um, that we have mental health issues. We've coped with c- certain things and you know, been in certain situations so long that if you was to tell somebody, hey man, you need to go see somebody, their probably initial reaction would be, no, I don't, I'm good, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I think it's a it's a myriad of things though. Okay, so for me, I think it, it kind of, I mean, like, I think everything you said is spot on, but just to add on to it, I think that it's, it's one of those things that's taught in the community of you know how like as a little boy they tell you um, don't cry get up be a man be tough that's for girls girls do that like and I think that's the same I think that's one of the biggest premise for uh, counseling like us as men we don't go to counseling because we see women do it and it's been so ingrained in us that 
men don't do what women do, which is true. You know, we don't like it's the reason why we're men and women because we have different roles in each other's lives. But at the same time, in order to get to the bottom of a lot of our, like you said, mental issues, you have to talk to somebody. And talking to your boys ain't always the best way because sometimes you don't even know, but your boys just tell you what you what you what you want to hear, not what needs to be said. Now for me, I can speak only for me and me only. But I know all my real friends, they don't tell me what I want to hear. They tell me what's right and they tell me what's wrong. And I dissect it from there. So luckily for me, I have, you know, other men in my life who who just give me what it is truthfully. Whether they hurt my feelings or not, like they just like, yo, this is what it is. So I think we have to get past the I think we have to get past the whole it's feminine to do these things and get to the this is helping you become a better man for you, your community, your children, your wife, so on and so forth. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, if I am, let me know. But no, no, you you're not wrong. I think the important I think what holds us up is the most important step is realizing you got a problem, right? And mm-hmm. then that's where I think we have a hang up. Like, so I'll tell you about this summer. This summer I'm at a party. It's outside um, in a park. We're underneath a basketball court that has a, a overhead, you know, um, a lot of dancing and stuff. And then shooting goes off and then everybody runs. I'm underneath the basketball uh, hoop and I'm just looking like who is shooting and where is it coming from? That's just some military stuff, you know, that they teach us. But my man comes back and he was like, Yo, you was here the whole time? And I'm like, yeah, I was here the whole time. Dude, shoot, I was out. And he's looking at me, he's like, like, why did you stay? And I, I simply said, I didn't know where the shooting was coming from. You know what I'm saying? It's a right. bunch of people here. Like, like I, I watched a girl get trampled and all this other stuff. And it's like, everybody's running, but they don't know who's shooting. And then, like, I had to, like, reflect. It's like, yo, I'm not supposed to be feeling like that in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. It's like why not not that I'm comfortable. Don't get it twisted. I'm not trying to get shot. But like, why is it normal that you could just stand there and like assess the situation and be like, all right, look, I'm not gonna move till I find out which what's what, you know? And it just so happened that somebody misfired their weapon, shooting up in the air, being stupid. But like, if somebody was to tell me it's like, yo, you need to go talk to somebody, I'm probably not gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I understand it. I feel like I understand it. You know, I can explain my actions and why I did what I did. You know, and I feel like a lot of us, if somebody pulls us to the side and say, yo, Dwayne, you need to do X, Y, Z, because this is what I'm seeing. You probably have an explanation. You explain it away before I even finish. You know, so I think that's a barrier. Um, a lot of times we we know what it is, but we don't think it's a problem. You know, yeah, and that that could really like just halt the progress. You know, and and is it that you don't see it as a problem because you've normalized it because it, it's happened so much in your life that it's yes. normal yes. to you? So now you don't think that it's a problem because you're used to it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it with kids. It's like I don't know. They see their parents have toxic relationships. 
And what they'll do is they'll throw on some music and they'll draw or they, they have ways to block it out, right? Right. You don't notice that they have a problem until they don't have their coping mechanism. But by then, they're older, it's too late, you know, they didn't slap their husband or their wife or, you know, so they've been able to cope all these years. But then when you take them out of that environment where, you know, you don't have your coping mechanism no more, I think it brings the worst out of people. And by the end, it's too late. You know, oftentimes we make uh, some real bad mistakes in those moments. Um, yeah. And going going back to, uh, like I said, we was talking about Draymond earlier. Like, he made a comment in his press conference. He was like, I'm starting to see comments, like, to my fiance or my wife saying, hey, girl, you better watch him. He might steal off on you. And it, it kind of takes him back. He's like, hold up. People are really looking at me like that. Like, like I would never hit a woman, but you put yourself in that situation. You know what I'm saying? So right. now he has to face it. Like, do I really have a problem? Am I capable of going home and beating on my wife? He probably looks at himself in the mirror and says, nah, that nigga George, Jordan Poole was being a bitch. That's why I hit him. You know what I'm saying? Right, he rationalize right. it. And he's going to apologize and all this other stuff, but... I don't think he's going to go seek help or anything like that. Well, he probably needs it. He probably got an anger problem, you know? He don't know his anger because yeah. he, he's normalized this this lifestyle. Yeah, he probably, in his head, he'll probably like, yo, Jordan Poole put his hands on me again, I'm going to steal him again. You know? Right, right. If I can be honest, you know, somebody, I'm going I'm to keep it real. I, I get where Draymond is coming from. Draymond comes from, uh, a background where I think if you put your hands on somebody, you better be ready to fight, you know? Um, and I don't think, I think he cherishes that upbringing. He's glad because it made him who he is. But he also understands, hey, I'm messing up the bag or I'm making the team look bad. Let me get up here and say X, Y, Z. Right. Know? I mean, but, um, isn't, isn't, but isn't that like, again, isn't that most of, most of us, who I guess you could say were born from like 1980 until like 1989. Like that's just kind of how we were raised. Like yeah, yeah. Somebody hit you, you hit them back. Somebody push you, you hit them back. Like anybody put their hands on you, it's go time. Like period. Yeah, yeah. And if and like I said, if I was to uh, see you teaching that to your daughter, and then I came in and I'm like, no, no, no. No, Bree, don't do that. If somebody slaps you, you go tell the teacher. You know, right. while you might realize that might be the right thing to do, hell no, nah, I don't give a fuck. Hey, Bree, you better take off on her. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean, like, even though you know, we know, you know. Right, right. And and so now, so you know, because we're on this topic, and it's like to not disrespect anyone. Not their parents, not their family, nobody. But do you think it's a um, do you think it's a it's a family ordeal? Because as a man, you're taught what your parents teach you or what you see from your parents. So does so like someone like Draymond? Does that make his parents bad people because this is what he's seen from them or or this is what he was taught by them? No, 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 no. I, I don't. Or I don't do you think, think they didn't even know that they had a problem either, and it's just a trickle down effect? So it's 
it's funny that you bring it up because I look at my parents and we we've talked on the show before about how you know we felt about our parents when we were growing up especially teenage years and then how we feel about them now like when we realize all right this is why they did what they did right um I don't blame our parents what I do is I try to find the silver lining in what they did right because right. it's easy for us to sit up in here and be like all y'all did was just beat up on us and stuff like that but they also <laughs> gave you they also gave you a foundation of resilience where I just can't knock Dwayne Barbie off his square. Why? Because his mama taught him to be 10 toes down. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So the little things I can be like, oh, uh, Barbie, I don't know. You uh, you dark as a Hershey kiss. That's going to roll off your back. Because you remember when your mama said, hey, sticks and stones might break my bones. But if a nigga put his hands on you, you beat his ass. You know right. what I'm saying? Whatever lesson she gave you, you know? No, like, straight up. That stuff sticks with you and you probably hear it on a daily basis. You know, when when I often hear people that um, they, their parents have transitioned, they was like, I hear my parents more today than ever before in my life, you know, and everything I do. So I would never yeah. knock parents for how they brought them up. Um, but I don't think parenting stops, right? So right. as our parents learn stuff, into their 50s and 60s i think they should continue to share it with us because right. just because we don't live with them no more um and part of that is admitting hey some of the stuff that i might have taught you was was the wrong stuff son this is a better way you know right i mean and i, and I you know like i said i can't speak for everybody i can just speak for mine one thing that i do remember growing up is like my dad my father, he didn't really talk. He wasn't a talkative man. Like, that's not who he was. But as I got older, I started to understand. And, you know, other people in the family used to tell me, like, he just like your grandfather was. And, you know, mm -hmm. from the stories that my uncle and my other cousins and stuff told me, like, my grandfather didn't talk to my dad and them like that that much. Like, he went to work, he paid bills, made sure everything was taken care of. And no, he didn't sit down and how was your day? He, he wasn't that type of man. And that was my dad. But like now, you know, like now when we, like me and my siblings talk to my dad, like, it's like, it's weird because we grew up with him not talking. But then with, with our kids, he talks like crazy to our kids. Yes, yes. Loving all, all, them, <laughs> yes. all kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know we be like, this nigga actually talk. But it's the same thing happened with my grandfather because we used to, because they used to be like, Grandpa didn't talk. But Grandpa used to talk to us all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, is it like a, a trickle-down effect? That's why I asked, was it a trickle-down effect? Because my dad acted just like his dad. But then he do the same thing with my kids as my grandfather did with us. Yeah, and I think like we we're actively parenting right now. I think we're not gonna really be able to see that until we get grandkids, you know? Right. Um, and we see our kids raising their kids. I'm pretty sure whatever our mindset is today, we might evolve a little bit 15, 20 years down the road when we see, you know. When you see Brianna doing something that you used to do to her, you might look at it differently and be like, wow, is that what I looked like when I was doing that to her? 
you know what, baby girl? Let me pull you, let me pull you to the side. Maybe you don't slap them in the mouth no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe, you know, uh, because we can't see ourselves parenting. We're just doing the best we can. Right. But when you see when you see somebody else and your grandkids is nothing, they're your kids. They're just an extension, you know, of you. You're going to look at them the same way. You know, you won't want to take care of them, you know, and make sure they, they straight. No, for real. So I'm just going to go on the record right now, too, and let everybody know. Because my mother told me this when I took, you know, some situations to her when I was, you know, when my daughter was a little girl, you know, I used to question myself, am I doing the right thing? Am I, you know, is this the right way to do it? Should I do it this way or should I do it that way? Or, you know, should we talk about this or should we not talk? Like, you know, it was all these questions I had, but one thing my mother told me that made so much sense or it makes so much sense now, and I want to let everybody know, if you're thinking about having kids or if you have kids and you feel the same way, parenting doesn't come with a manual. There is no manual to parenting. You literally, like Eric just said, you literally are doing the best you can or of what you think is right. Like, because you basically use all the examples that you had growing up, plus some other stuff you, you know, you've experienced and you say, hey, this is what parenting is. And, you know, so if you ever question yourself, just just do understand that parenting doesn't come with a manual. And like I said, for me, I had to realize that, like, you know, later on in my kid's life, because I, like I said, I used to question myself, is this the right thing to do? Should I not do this? Should I do this? Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when my mother came to me, it was like, look, parenting doesn't come with a manual. Because, like, my mom, I feel like I had the most awesome mom in the whole world. Like, that's me. But on the flip side of that, my mom feel like she missed out on a lot of stuff because she had to work a lot. But we was, but me and my brother, I always tell her, like, no, you was there. Because I remember specifically, like, a lot of, like, pop, like, even starting in Pop Warner Sports. Mm -hmm. She would come to the games and sleep in the car until the game kicked off because she worked the night before. Like, that to us was dope. Like, we thought the world of her for doing that. But for her, she was like, she felt like she missed out because she wasn't out there tailgating with the other parents and cheering and rah-rah while we was warming up. Like, mom, we didn't care about that. Like, the fact that you mm -hmm. was there and we know you worked overnight, we thought you were great just for that. But yeah, that goes you, back to that not having a manual. Yeah, and you you appreciate that I think as you get older, because like, and I'm pretty sure you've been to to some PWIs uh, when you was coming up in college, and then you you go to a party, you know, at ODU or you know wherever the school is in Arkansas, and you're you're just looking around, and you know you're here, you'll see people that have no business being in certain situations doing what they're doing because their father is the vice president of JP Morgan or something like that. Right. But they're acting for lack of a better word ratchet. And it's like what, like how did you become like this? It's because their parents weren't there at all. You know? They had yeah. the opportunity to be there. They had all the time in the world. But when they had their free time, they used to go to their corner of the house and let little Timmy or little Susie 
go to the corner of their house and now they doing blow and coke and smoking dope and you know living life reckless um which is going to give them some trauma you know and their yeah. parents look at them the same way like we gave you everything and you turned out like this right um, so i mean i can see it like i said that parenting ain't got no manual that's that's the truth you know because the rich suffer from it the poor suffer from it um yeah and that's so, that's lack of knowledge when it comes to parenting is what I'm saying. so now let me ask you this and this is probably the, the deepest part of the conversation so let's say you decide hey you know i have issues i need to get fixed right and you decide to go to counseling and then it, it in your head it says well maybe i should get my mom and dad in counseling with me and you bring it to their attention and they are very persistent of saying i don't have a problem why do i need to be in counseling so they never go so does that mean that your issues go unfixed or do you just tend to block that that part of your situation out like what happens in that situation well, what I, one thing I know about mental health, and I'm not a professional or anything, but I know that they help you identify what your issue is and then help you cope with it, right? So technically speaking, you really don't need anybody else to be in a session with you. It's actually for you, right? Right. Um, one thing I, I found out over the years is like when somebody's getting treatment, the, the support system around them has to be there, right? Right. And if they're not being there, like if you say, hey, I'm going uh, because I got PTSD from this event and I'm like, man up, you probably should cut me off or just chill out on me a little bit, you know? Uh-huh. Um, because I'm not going to be helpful to your, you know, your treatment and your, your progress. So I would say, you know, if you feel the need to go, go. And if your parents or anybody around you doesn't support it, like, just just keep it pushing. It's, it's about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're the only one in your head, so you know what you're thinking. You know, if you if you like, hey, I really need to, I need help with XYZ, then go get help with XYZ. Block everybody else out. You know, right. I feel like that's the trap. Right, right. No, 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 that's real. That's honest right there. Um, so on a positive note, you know, we'll leave it out. I mean, we'll leave it alone. And, you know, this is the end of the episode. And, you know, oh, let me go on and say we had a who's better. But what I'm going to do is um, because we're this was a holiday weekend. And, you know, as you see, some of the other co-hosts were not able to make it today. So when we do it, you know, the next episode, we'll talk about the results of the who's better that we posted. So don't think we just, you know, we just did not on y'all because we, we definitely going to get into that, which I'm sure y'all going to get a kick out of. But, you know, at the end of every episode, you know, we try to leave y'all with something to think about, something that inspires you, just something, right? And for me, it's, you know, look in the mirror and... And, and like not fix yourself because you can't just fix yourself overnight of course but look in the mirror and just be honest with yourself do I have the issue like do I have any problems like am I messed up like and if the answer is yes to any of them it's okay I'm telling you as a man yes it's okay to go get counseling yes it's okay to go speak with somebody 
even if it's a pastor or you know your your great grandmother or you know your best friend who ain't gonna tell you what you want to hear or you actually can afford to pay for counseling because like eric said counseling ain't the cheapest thing in the world so i do understand the financial of it but if you have someone in your life or something you know some way to navigate fixing yourself go do it it's okay eric what you got for me I'll just say, um, especially to our, our last topic, um, I understand uh, as a people, we are weary, we are tired and stuff like that. And I, I got to be honest, I haven't gone to talk to nobody about some issues that I need to. But um, if there is a way, I would say look into it. If you know that you're struggling with something, um, it's, it's no harm, no foul. I feel like today, it is socially more accepted to go get help um, than any other time in history. So uh, I just want to encourage people to do that. And hopefully I can do the same. All right. So that's the end of the episode. Y'all know y'all can reach us and our social media. Mine is ASAP Barbie. Or you can hit us up on the Let's underscore Talk About It podcast on Instagram. Uh, Eric, what's yours again? <laughs> you know I'll be on IG, man. Hold on, uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> well, yeah, never mind. We'll get we'll post it on my IG, and then I get it over to him. My so don't even trip his people. <laughs> right? Yeah, he got some uh, Wakanda Forever name. That's why I had to ask. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll catch y'all on the next episode. So be looking out for the next episode, and who's better will be on there. We appreciate uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in. We'll get it y'all on the next episode later. What's up? It's your girl, Aubrey Shine, and that was Let's Talk About It with ASAP Barbie.